Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sip kombucha for your womb. It is almost time for us to take the stage again. So we are taking over Valentine's weekend and the Saturday, the 15th is Gonzo. You cannot get tickets to that. Sold out, but we have the 14th, which is actually Valentine's night and we need you to come through and secure those last tickets. We have been riding the show. It is so freaking funny. We are dying to get back on stage and we have my performing again. She is going to be opening for both nights and so that excited. is just the best because her energy is beyond if you've been to our shows before you've seen that she just really injects this amazing energy and her songs are so so good like they're like independent women and it's just that's the whole vibe we want to take back the idea of going out to a restaurant and that kind of boring bollocks like we want you to be having a fun night out we've been doing dry january we're over it we're ready to get back and out with the girlos and have yes. a great gals night so make sure you secure your tickets they're only 26 euro best to get them probably from our website which is www.itgalspodcast.com yeah so go get them girlies because as i said the friday is 80 percent sold out now so it ain't like there's loads of tickets left there's only two more weeks this is pay week girls okay i know you're all getting paid we've all had a long ass january Get your girls, get it together for this week. People keep messaging us being like, my friend wants tickets and we don't count, sit beside each other. Just get your ticket. Get that your tickets and figure it out. You can talk the to the girlos there and you'll figure out how to sit with your friends. That always yeah. works out. We never hear complaints from that. It's going to be such a high energy, hilarious show. We have written this one and we're putting way more work into actually mm-hmm. the writing of this one because it's just like all about boys and dating and sex and getting ready for dates and girly stuff and, and also- slagging relationships too me yes. and Lindsay both have fellas now and you're god we have material and we need to get up on that stage to <laughs> fucking drag their asses so whether you have a fella or whether you're single you'll be lolling because it is aimed at everyone it's going to be if you went to our first show about boys it's like that on crack it's like just a bigger and better show and we are dying to bring it to you it's countdown is on honey bunny yes it's going to be so lit so get your gals in the whatsapp group and your gays and your fella that's yeah. such a that'd be a day I'd love to do that with me fella yeah totally have a fun show and just change the whole idea of valentine's give love to all your pals and have a wild night because we're bored yeah go on a double day get your besto and her fella yeah bring the lads slagging the lads slagging the girls slagging ourselves so it's fun and laws for everyone so get your tickets get your tickets so Today, girlies, we have a couple of things on the rota to discuss, um, but we are first of all going to be talking about the new show, The Goop Lab, and we're also going to be talking about some YouTube, not your usual YouTube drama, but a very interesting video that we watched, all tied into child stars and just some creepy ass YouTube shit, but yeah. first... 
the Goop Lab. So this show uh, was brought to my attention by James Kavanagh. He messaged me on Saturday, I believe it was, and was like, have you watched the Goop Lab? He put in the vagina thing. He, yeah, yeah, we yeah. had this group and he put in this, uh, it was like a, <laughs> such a, a video of some like vagina. We were like, <laughs> yeah, he had messaged me on Insta, like beforehand, just being like, he voice messaged me actually. And he was like, have you watched the Goop Lab? And I was like, no, but I was like, I love Goop, the website, just for hilarity. Mm. And he said, oh, he, I think, don't think he had heard of it. And he was telling me, like, I should definitely watch it, if anything, just for, like, it's a great thing to talk about for it, girls. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And I rarely actually watch things on people's, like, recommendation, because I just always have to find things by myself, you mm-hmm. know, that way. But I was like, do you know what? I'll fucking watch it. I had nothing to do that day. And it is fucking gas. It's such a good show. And it's in perfect little bites. Mm-hmm. I hate when someone's like, watch this show. I know it's four hours long an episode, but and it's eight worth episodes. it. You're like, no, You're like- I'm not. I'm not one of those people who sits down and gets sucked into a series and mm. is like, oh my God, I can't believe it's 4am. I like to just get it in and out or whatever. Because um, my attention span. <laughs> but um, I love, I'm like, it's oh, it's so gas. Like I love to get lost and immersed, but that's a, the perfect like. Kind of like a reality TV show. You can just put it on. You don't have to be paying t- too much attention. But so a bit of background on Goop in case people don't know, I guess, because I think knowing a bit about Goop is kind of makes the show almost better. So Goop was started by Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, it was started off as a newsletter. So it was kind of like a blog. Like she'd send out this mm-hmm. newsletter of like recommended things that she was liking. Um, I guess she was like kind of overacting or whatever. And now it's like a multi-million dollar company. It's huge. It's like a shoppable website. Um, <clears throat> it's just massive. And if you watch the show, you see it. It's filmed like in their gorgeous fucking uh, headquarters in like Santa Monica, California. And it's like just disgustingly gorgeous. It's so chic. <laughs> and like with any other show, I'd be like, yeah, right. That's their offices. With them, I'm like, no, I fully fucking believe that. Well, Winnie Pallet obviously has like Fairmont Bank already. So it's not like she's like, I started this up from no, nothing. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. And she's a famous kind of, what would you call her? Because she's like, she's like a vegan without being vegan. She's like, a she's wellness like a wellness health kind of, I mean, she invented conscious uncoupling, you know, like yes. that was her. And she even like re- like references uh, Chris Martin in it. She's like, my baby daddy told me I look 10 years younger. Like she's... Like, she's they holiday together yeah, with his girlfriend Dakota Johnson and her new husband and they discuss sex openly around the dinner table with the children. <laughs> it's so like... Just what do you imagine celebrities to be like? Yeah, like that's what yeah. I want a celebrity to be like. Just yeah. so far removed from like reality and putting like vagina juice on their face. Yeah, you know the way I love that. Like she's just exactly just removed from reality to the point where you're like you couldn't even exist you in our world. Your kid apple. Yeah, you're that freaking into wellness that you're like. She's the apple of my eye. I like apples. It makes sense. <laughs> Saying that though, she came across really likable in the show. I watched all episodes of it and I was like, I was expecting to like kind of hate her but love her. But I actually was like, she actually seemed sound. Like she was doing this cleanse and she was like, oh God, my kids fucking hate it when I do cleanses. <laughs> she is totally, like she's way more relatable than I think we thought. Yeah. Like she's just kind of not a show off or something. She sits yeah. back in the show. She's not really like trying to. It's not the Gwyneth Paltrow show. Yeah. She's which I like trying to make herself happen you know totally so I like that I did like that um so Goop is also famous in more recent uh times for kind of recommending they go viral quite a lot and 
you know it is kind of in my mind I'm like do they do this on purpose to go viral because it does keep them in like the public conscious like that's how I know about goop I think the first time I found out about goop was because of the vagina facial or the jade eggs that they say to put in your vagina like Mm. there's all these things that like goop recommends and you're like what and it, it's always like only recently it was like that candle and it was the candle's called this smells like my vagina I'd say what happened was that the first few were accidental and then they've learned how to kind of market it yeah so like say Which the candle smart. do you know the way yeah so smart because it's like basically really intelligent clickbait but then like half the time the products come in and look cool and you're like I well, kind of want that candle <laughs> that's the intrigue of beauty like beauty totally. right now was so like unless you're next level you know the way everyone's yeah. always trying to trump each other with their beauty. It's like, oh, you use that. <laughs> I put jade eggs up my vagina. Yeah, that's how I yeah, type yeah. mine. Do you know? And theirs is like a whole holistic, like beauty, health, diet, restaurants, everything. So they're so interesting. So I have this uh, list here, just for an example for mm-hmm. anyone. So this is the most absurd, overpriced, and outright crazy goop products you can buy. So we'll run through them. So number one, eighteen carat gold dumbbells. Duh. Of course. Stop. I want everything already. There, I can just tell I will, will want everything on this list. They're $125,000. No. <laughs> uh, <gasps> each Goop approved dumbbell in the t- uh, two pair set is comprised of two, 18 car- uh, two kilograms of 18 carat gold. So they're only two kilos. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, number two, vampire repellent. So protect yourself from psychic vampires and bad vibes with Goop Psychic Vampire Repellent Spray. Build as a unique and complex blend of sonically turned gem elixirs. This formula is meant to be sprayed around your head in order to protect your aura. It oh sells for $27 a bottle. Now, it's good to note they're not obviously like Goop is like a blog. So they're not made by Goop. Yeah, they, they have their yeah they have their own brand. Some of their stuff is theirs, but like so they're not making this shit. But I mean, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, number three, a coffee enema. I would fuck with that. Uh, one hundred and thirty five dollars. One hundred and thirty five dollars. It's a chic one though. Look at that. Um, and then a steamer for your lady parts. For uh, so. This is Gwyneth Paltrow's championing of injecting steam straight into the intimate areas has raised more than a few eyebrows and more than a few health concerns. But she is undeterred and Goop still proudly recommends the Devi Steam Seat, which sells for $77. The manufacturer boasts that the seat is handcrafted from Baltic birthwood in our family shop in Colorado. So it's kind of like a toilet that you sit your vag over and it steams your vagina. This was the vagina facial. Surely you'd be getting thrush. Apparently not. Gwenny apparently is selling candles that smells like the vag, hun. <laughs> A fushy vag. Because uh, like the vagina self-cleaning. I know. It's. I think. I don't think it's to clean it. It's to like steam it. Like let it, the flaps get steamed. It's just water. So. Yeah. Uh, a toothpaste squeezer for $244. Is he? So it's like, you know, like the, you put the toothpaste in and you roll. you're that desperate for the last bit of three euro toothpaste that you're going to buy. In general, it's just, it's, what I see it as is they kind of just want to make everything look divine, which I kind of enjoy. Like they also have, um, which I'll skip to here, they have a fucking condom dispenser. It's like a silver box and you press a button and the condom comes out. Because like, you know, you're not rummaging through the fucking yeah, disgusting. Yeah, that's so cumbersome. I would say it is as well that she just has so many contacts of people who have, crazy amounts of money oh yeah and she just has the in 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it's still will... very aspirational content. You know, it's like, I wish I could spend money on a fucking toothpaste dispenser. You know, yeah. that way it's like for the girl who has too much. So this is their um, bro- uh, brand, a rose quartz yoni egg. So it's a rose quartz egg to, that you put inside your vag. I'm intrigued by those, but also horrified because the thoughts, like I've seen people lose moon cups up there, tampons, as we know, the thoughts of losing a rose quartz egg. But there's nowhere for them to go. Well, I mean, if a tampon can go right up there, it surely it goes up, but it has to stop at your cervix because your cervix only like won't dilate to like. I mean, it's not going to go into your people womb. People have needed to get things surgically removed from the vaginas yeah, plenty but I of think times. They like squidge up and they have to like take them out, but there's, they're not like going up into you. You know that way. But still, just the fact that you may need to get somebody oh, else know, to yeah. take it out or go to <laughs> like the diaphragm in uh, the Sex and City episode. Yeah, um, a silk toothbrush. What the little bristles are the bristles silk. Is, Yeah $45 um, And silk bristles Efficiently clean teeth While pleasantly Massaging the gum <laughs> So sensual I know There's the condom dispenser I'll leave this link at This article In uh, the description So you can have a look Let at me it. see <laughs> What else we got here There's some really good ones Like I'm like A joint holder Ooh yeah, that's I good that. And it's pink I love that Okay Cat bed Shaped like a shark so it's just ridiculous things that obviously she has the in, like I said, with um, mm-hmm. celebrities who are just, first of all, have the money to buy this. And then it's a kind of status thing. Yes, exactly. You don't even have a condom dispenser. Oh, my God. That's yeah, strange. it's like showing your money. So um, and lastly, to touch on this. So the controversy around it is that like a lot of the time she is very much like thought of and correctly so a lot of the time in the web, the website is thought of as like basically like snake oil dispensers you know they're just like selling shit claiming that they have all these health benefits when there's no scientific backup to it whatsoever Mm. so I've got a quote here from an article that said in September 2018 the company was forced to pay $145,000 in civil penalties to settle allegations that it made unscientific claims about the health benefits of three products a jade egg designed to be inserted into a woman's vagina supposedly to improve their sex lives a heart activating rose quartz egg that's the one we saw there. Um, and this was my favourite. And the Inner Judge Flower Essence Blend, a tincture that Goop claims assists in the clearing of guilt, shame, self-criticism and blame. Wow. <laughs> so they were basically brought to court over this because they were claiming this to be fact. And they were sued, not for a huge amount, but sued nonetheless. And you'll notice when you watch the show, the first thing that comes up on the screen is like, this is designed as a yeah. fun show, not for medical advice. Yeah. <laughs> It is I watched the orgasm one So this is the one That we're going to discuss today Very it girls It is very it girls And it was just really It was interesting And so Let's jump right into it What did you think Of the episode overall? Overall I thought it was Interesting But I very much Thought it was very like Putting women in a position Of just I mean Kind of creating Maybe something more Than it is Like Mm -hmm. it was very much Like women are You know treated so badly and blah 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 like I it was kind of just like forcing things on women I felt a little bit it was very much coming from like an old school thought about women while like there was like a stark kind of um like reality that all these women are living these very uh privileged lives living like working in this amazing company like high up in the company like in the show like Gwyneth Paltrow CEO the next girl that woman with the short black hair was like COO like there are really high positions mm-hmm. and then obviously like they they use the goop staff in it you know so they're talking to the goop staff and like women are so oppressed with their orgasms and it was kind of like 
Mm. It was just a bit like I felt like they were trying to create something out of nothing. Mm. Like, I mean, and there is definitely a conversation there, but I felt like, and this is kind of the whole goop idea I'm feeling. It's like there is a slight issue there, but they're making it such a bigger thing that it's not going to get noticed because you're expanding it too much and making it. Yeah, I think where they went wrong was kind of coming from it from such an ideological aspect. Like it was very feminist driven instead of kind of more like holistically driven. So apparently when I read up that it was the most scientifically accurate episode out of all of them. Because they went into kind of speaking about, so basically it was all about the female orgasm. Yeah. And, and the how myths to achieve that it. and like different variations of orgasm. Mm-hmm. And it was, I felt very much just, uh, you know, putting the man in a bad light and the woman in this kind of oppressed state of she hasn't, you know, we don't receive orgasms. We're not worthy of orgasms. This is what Jeez, we've been I told. Didn't, I didn't get that from it now. That's interesting. I definitely felt like they were saying, you know, men orgasm easier and that kind of thing and Mm -hmm. not every man orgasm is easy and definitely I think it was very much brushing off male genitalia as like oh they're grand they've always been you know treated better in terms Mm. of like men orgasming but like and then it's a lot more difficult they kind of were like oh it's difficult or it's really easy for men to get or achieve orgasm and it's way more difficult for women to achieve orgasm and we aren't given the same kind of understanding from like how we can obtain an orgasm whereas men just they don't care and they have it all easy kind of thing and we have the more difficult genitalia. But I think we kind of do. I don't know. I think if you looked at it in general, the amount of time, like like if you took like a sample pool of people, I'd say the men would in general come quicker than women. Like I think it is harder because like our clitoris isn't inside our vagina. So it is harder for us like on, on the inside of the organ or whatever. I know it goes down the sides. You know that way I think it's like it is, and the, the, there is a myth around the female orgasm, orgasm in the sense they don't really know why we have clitorises because there's no reproductive uh, benefit to them other than obviously to encourage and like to get pleasure out of uh, sex. But we're the only mammal who has that as far as I know. Um, so there is that kind of, it is interesting in the sense that like men, like they come because it's like directly related to reproduction, but it's not for women. So I think it is a bit harder in general terms. Yeah, but in terms, this was more so about pleasure the, mm. because it was based around the orgasm. Yeah. So I think in that regard, it was like, yes, women may find it more difficult to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And that may be because of all the different reasons that they, they touched upon in the show. But men in their own right have difficulty within sex as well, like erectile dysfunction, yeah, size totally, is yeah. huge. Like they kind of brought up like, you know, say there was that scene where they were like talking about the look of the vagina and that we're only given one kind of image excuse me the vulva oh sorry the vulva (laughs) but we are only given one kind of image like on porn that it's bleached or the labia's cut and Mm -hmm. that we're only shown a really neat kind of looking vagina yeah and that maybe that's not the case for men but like I do think that that's equal enough like men that is equal like and we've so like size is obviously the biggest thing that you think of with men yeah and then like there's or in America, there's a huge kind of stigma around circumcision, like uncircumcised yeah. men, which I just find is so mad because we're just in such a different place over in Europe. You know, yeah. that way it's like, I think it's like one out of every 10 men in America isn't circumcised, like 90% of men are. Um, so I think that I, I would agree with you in that. But I, I do kind of think of it like the show was based on the female orgasm. So they're obviously going to talk. It wasn't, there were moments where they made obviously comparisons. Um, but I think 
like they were going to talk more about the female orgasm because it was it wasn't based it wasn't really talking about orgasms in general you know yeah. that way it was like directly related to women but there was a bit of like ideological kind of background mm. feminist kind of jargon especially uh the two orgasm experts you could definitely tell the older one who was a ledger bag by the way Betty yeah. Dodson she was incredible uh but she was proper like 70s mm-hmm. fucking feminist you could just tell you know that way so yeah. you know she was kind of coming out with that stuff but I was like you were gas I like I'm all well like you can come out with whatever but I just don't like the kind of brushing off of yeah the, like oh men have it easy it's sweeping like, statements yeah because you're a bunch of women saying that and if that was the other way around a bunch of men being like oh fucking women have to do is get wet we have to get hard yeah to, you know like it's the same side of a different like, point let's or whatever. just chill and talk about what you know kind of thing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Dick, so I don't think you can talk about like these people on not you you know I don't think yeah. they can say whatever you know and but it was interesting to bring up the orgasm and the way I liked what I did like about the show was the kind of openness that they spoke about yeah. like orgasms and that I do think that is missing from like female kind of conversation and it's we've spoken about this before and it mm-hmm. goes like when you are in school and you're starting to explore yourself and get like your sexual appetite and be aware about like the possibilities of like having sex and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and you're kind of women don't really speak about that in the more in as open a way as I feel men do because I remember being in school in fourth year when we kind of got a little bit more confident to be able to talk Mm. about this stuff even though I think I kind of started masturbating around like 12 maybe 12 13 but I never vocalized it or even kind of was aware of that as a sexual thing until maybe like 15 okay yeah so but I so then at that point it became a little more open as a conversation but only within men so I had like guy boys I mean I had boyfriends in school and they would talk about wanking you know I had to wank before school you know that kind of thing it was like a given for men to like oh they have to wank it was definitely more of a like I I find this the conversation around like female and male masturbation when they're in like their teen years like for men it's very empowering like it's like wanking, but for women it's like very, it's, it's seen only sexual. Like if a woman was like, I fingered myself coming in here, like they'd be like, oh Jesus, yeah. Like it's real like, yeah, she's fingering herself. But men, it's real like, they can kind of use it as a flex to be like, oh, I had to wank before. I can't even fucking concentrate in school if I don't wank. Yeah. And like everyone just laughs at it. But no one would laugh at a girl going in being like, oh, I had to finger myself before Irish today. People would be like, whoa. You whore. <laughs> I don't know if they'd say whore. I just don't think women talk like that. Well, I so mean, I if they think... did. If, like, if it's 16 year old, I think even as a girl, I'm talking about girls, like, I, I'm thinking of myself because probably the conversation isn't as accepted even amongst like when I was in school I don't think me and my friends were talking about masturbating at all we were all obviously doing it but I don't think we think to each other we were we were talking about sex and boys but we weren't really talking about masturbating um but I think if a girl spoke about it the way that lads did in our year I think and I'm talking about from the girl's perspective would be like she's such a slut I really because I think women in general are harder on other women a lot oh, of yeah, the time oh yeah the women would be like yeah. that yeah. no not men the women would be like okay you whore like fucking calm down it's fucking because they'd be yourself. seeing like they were doing it to get kind of yeah the sexual gaze from the man or whatever or like. they just women just do judge each other a bit harsher and when you're I think in a, a teenage, competitive way in a, yeah and when you're a teenager it's kind of like if a girl was very maybe confident sexually it's easy to kind of brush her off as like a slut when you're 16 because you're kind of like I wish I was confident sexually so I'm just gonna call her a slut <laughs> you know that yeah. way. and I think that. it's a weird thing as well with like 
female like talking about masturbation and stuff it's still like I don't sit around with any of my friends talking about it no like men do. I mean I have done in the past but like yeah. it wouldn't be like and I don't know if it's like a seriously important conversation that we no. need to sit down and have you know and this is why I find these shows so yeah. funny because they're making something you know what that possibly should be more kind of like you should be more aware of yeah I think that the taboo should be lessened in the sense that like men don't have that shame just to even talk to each other about wanking you know, I don't think men are sitting down being like and the way that I wank is like hold the base of the penis <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean they're just yeah. they just they they talk about it in sweeping statements like oh, I had a wank there and they're like yeah women rarely would say that and I think that men in fairness to them have dispelled the taboo themselves by being open about it but women kind of keep the taboo going almost by because the taboo really only exists I think like in your own kind of group like women to women and men to men like Men don't give a fuck of a woman now, like when you're an adult, they wouldn't be like. Because there was a hair. quote in the show which um, I wrote down, which was, "Women need to learn how to own the fuck." I love run the fuck, run the fuck, <laughs> and I thought like that's true because yeah, like we can't blame men constantly for being like, "Well, we are this," and mm. you're able to talk about wanking all the time, blah blah blah. You know the way like <laughs> we should have to take ownership over that. Like I remember trying to bring up these conversations with groups of friends, girlfriends, and so many were so closed, even though, and I'm like, I can tell you're fucking lying, babes. Mm. What is the fear here? There was mm. a group of girls were sitting around, and usually I'm the kind of one to be the, like all pulling out the kind of more, you know, racier content. Yeah, exactly. And there will always be a few girls who are like, I've literally never done that. That's so random that you masturbate. I've never done that. Yeah, and, and you're like, like, great, okay, now I, I feel- know you have though. <laughs> Why are you lying? Are you trying to make it look like... And it's a weird thing, I think, as well, of do women want to look like they don't need to masturbate because they are so desired by men that they get fulfilled by men or something? I don't know what it is. I think, yeah, women do have a bit... Some women, like, do have that kind of... I don't even know if it's conscious or if it's, like, a subconscious thing where they feel that owning up and talking about regularly masturbating means that they're not getting the ride or something. Yeah. That it's like... I'm a dried up old bint who has to frig myself at night yeah. thinking about a lad I used to fancy. You're all out with your lads and your boyfriends and I'm here masturbating alone. Which realistically is completely the opposite because it's actually, you know, it's been well spoken about that like in order for a woman to um, achieve, orgasm. achieve orgasm in sex, they usually have to be quite good at masturbating because how else are you going to know what you like unless you mm-hmm. know what you like? You know what I mean? And that's as well, goes back to the quote, run the fault. Because yes. like how can you kind of run your having sex with someone mm. and kind of man this out or whatever if you're not if you don't know what you need him to do you yeah. know the way you need to run the fuck you can't just expect this guy to come in and be like yeah you know like that's not how it works and yes we're seeing that on porn we're seeing that on movies but like we can't constantly go back to like movies and porn for our own sexual like not feeling sexually liberated yeah. it's always connected to like well porn makes it out like this and it's like fine but like you are in a bed with a guy wherever the hell you're having sex with a guy it's up to you to kind of take the reins if you want to come like well, men yeah. do that all the time and that's like then been seeing as like men are the more dominant ones mm. and the dominant <clears throat> lovers and if you a lot of men would be more respected in bed and women look for a dominant lover mm-hmm which is great, but are you also looking for a dominant lover because you want them to just be like able to make you come? Yeah, well, I think what, the older you get when you're um, like sexually active, I think 
I think when I was younger I thought like being good in bed was like a guy who would like take control or like a guy who I don't know I I can't even remember what my concept when I was like 20 of someone being good in bed probably someone I just fancied let's be real but I think as you get older you realize that like being good in bed is actually less about the act of fucking and more about like your intuition and how you're picking up on someone and how you're kind of reacting to someone's uh, wants and needs you know that way so a guy who's good in bed no matter if they're dominant and submissive is one that will listen to you and kind of pick up on like it's a conversation exactly sex is a conversation you mm -hmm. know and I think that's where I did really like that episode Mm -hmm. as well so let's talk a little bit about the workshop the workshop I was just getting hell I really want to put on an ex-gals one Jenny (laughs) I want to copy that exact same thing and do that so which one because for ex-gals only of course which one because I know that uh, your one Betty Dodson and the Betty one so they said that they all go in naked I think I'd kind of like the mix the two because there were aspects <laughs> I like. Triple X gals can do the, yes. the, the, so they said that they did a, a nude workshop with women where they all sit down and they all like look at each other's vulvas and they're they like. sit in a circle, she opens the door naked, I was like okay Weinstein but okay <laughs> and then they're sitting around and there's the whole process mm. so I think they first like gaze at their vulva in the mirror in with the, the mirror. light so. And describe it and they're like. I loved that bit where she was looking at her friend's vulva and she was like, it's interesting this pattern you have here. She was like, I know, it's like an arrow. (laughs) And you could see the bit of the flap coming into the shot every so often. I was like, no way. (laughs) And then they show full vulva afterwards. She had a nice little vagina. It did. I mean, I don't know why, but like the the scenes where there was like the little revolvers flashing up and all the yeah. I did. I was eating and I was like, <laughs> I was squirming. And I'm like, why am I squirming at my own body? You my know? own body. It's but only it, a vulva. But yeah. I was like eating freaking red pepper and I was like, okay. You're so fucking squeamish though, so that doesn't surprise me. Vagina makes me squeamish a bit. Does it? I mean, I love my vagina. It's not like I'm like, I hate my ugly vagina. Like, yeah. I love my vagina. It's great. I'm not sitting around like looking yeah. at it all day, but like, I don't have any bad thoughts in my vagina. It's just, I think it's so tender. And when I see them being pulled in, like, anytime I see shows, I have seen a couple shows where they like will show the vagina. The way she was like spreading the flaps and just having it so open, I'm like, <laughs> I don't have that at all. Oh. I find it's gas why you have that, but you had two kids. So you've literally pushed two kids out of yours, but you've got more kind of squeamish. I mean, maybe because that's the reality maybe, of like yeah. that feeling or something. I don't know. I just don't. I hate the splayed freaking flaps. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's like it's in a wind tunnel. It didn't actually bother me, but I was just like, whoa, this is intense. But it, I mean, it was an interesting thing to see. So on the workshop thing, the the kind of hippy dippy woman workshop thing was gas. But I, do you know what? I did find that the hand massage technique. I was like, oh, that's that was great. I was like, that is such a good like comparative to how to ask for sex because it's like how are you supposed to get the massage you want because like I was thinking about it I was like realistically if I if I was like here rub my shoulder there for a second if someone wasn't doing it right or doing it too hard or too soft or the wrong area I'd be like down up down but then I'm like would I be that forceful in a lick out I think that's the interesting mm. thing like I have no problem with telling to me to like oh that's sore when he's yeah. massaging me but when <laughs> we're doing other stuff yeah I'll just wait for him not to do that and he'll I'll get like I, I kind of expect him to figure out I wouldn't be as like obviously it's when they were given the hand massage so yeah. let's just talk to explain it a little bit so yeah. there was this workshop there were two different workshops which was kind of like one was um how to achieve orgasm 
And then the other workshop was more like how to kind of own your sensuality. Mm-hmm. And it was way more like gas, in it my opinion. Hilarious. Like they So it was a bunch of women and they're in this kind of loft and this hippy dippy woman is hosting it. And there's just different, there were different kind of, um, like what would you say? Like different things they were doing. Little workshops. Little workshops. Mm-hmm. So there was one where um, the it was one woman and another woman and like they're put in pairs and they have to massage each other's hand and they have to explain I like with just real simple dialogue like I really like when you pull up the end of my fingertips mm-hmm. and blah 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 it was to um show about talk about like consent and affirmative consent and also about like obviously finding what you want in bed and just explaining it without How it to being, vocalize it yeah with it with it just being as simple as that yeah. I like when you run my your hands through my hair yeah i'd be free to by the way because it was option of hand or foot massage i'd be free to if the person was like foot massage i'd no, be like wouldn't you be like oh, for oh just do the hand like one girl was getting a full-on calf massage i was like so sexual <laughs> and they were all goop staffers so i'm like awkward seeing them in the hall i know I'm like i fucking massage your calf and she was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the hand was way more sensual to me i love a hand massage they are it. i love it when they randomly do it in the nail salon I i'm like know. you're oh. like you want to just be like, don't ever stop. I'm like, I'll, I'll pay, pay you whatever. twice. I'll, I'll pay, pay you whatever. double. It's, it's just like, like, so do you mind if I literally drool? <laughs> it's so stunning. It feels like I've taken a Xanax. I'm like, oh. But that was the beauty of it. It's like, if we're loving a hand massage, and it does feel essential sometimes. Yeah. It's like a gorge love-making experience. Not as, but you know what I mean. No, but yeah. But like, it is it's essential intimate. moment. It's because it's, Yeah, because there's the receiver and the person who's giving the massage. Mm. So like, one person is like, drooling all over yeah. themselves and the other person is like wanting you know you're it's wanting like, the person to feel good yeah so and it's a that. selfless act as in you're just yeah. doing it you're not really getting anything from mm-hmm. it other than your partner being happy <laughs> <laughs> so that was one kind of workshop within that like day out I was like a little bit like are you fucking joking me when they did this part so <laughs> in this last yeah they had this like section kind of Instagrammy style yeah, there was like a few plants and nice like, radical like, self-love yeah <laughs> there was like that. you know a high pile cream rug yeah and like a few hanging plants or whatever and like and a millennial pink footstool or something yeah something <laughs> like that so basically a little IG kind of Mm. scene set up and then she would take polaroids of them like owning their sexuality or was it sensuality was it sexuality and being like you have to it was like showing yourself your real self and it was like you direct the picture and you I guess what it is though is if, if if you did have very low confidence to be in like the same space and getting photos taken that you loved probably could make you see yourself in a different light. Like it if was, you weren't used to getting your picture taken or every picture that you had been taken would be very like, like, you know, sh- shoulders over and like hiding your body. If you did take one that you were like owning yourself and you're in this safe space of female fucking energy and yeah. then you get a photo that you loved, you probably would be like, Oh, I, I think I it was like as that. well because there's been stuff like that going around for years there's like totally. loads of like female photographers who got you know you can hire them and go to some random hotel mm. and have bring a lingerie shoot. or yeah. whatever and yeah look great and have that one sexy pic but I think this one was more so to try and like not have this idea of what is sexy in your head yeah and instead like use your natural like say they had that girl who 
did boxing classes so she was kind she of doing was so boxing fresh i love you know that girl. sparring for her photo shoot and it was like that is sexy you she don't need to be like cocking your arse out or whatever yeah. to be like that is sexy it's and sexy it was, that you do that and, and it was her and it made her feel sexy that was her yeah. thing that she wasn't like a like she was a gay woman she wasn't like super girly or anything and she was like that makes me feel sexy like being strong having fun and working out yeah so that was kind it. of changing the idea mm. of sexy which i did think was cool but it was just done in a gas way that was like you need to get the cool picture for you to feel fab uh the eye gazing was gas i mean i've heard of that before that when you i loved it when she was like look into each other's left eye your left eye is your female side <laughs> like, bitch, you guys I know that was in that was probably the most intense oh, part. She had the same girl, like the tears I rolling know. down. She broke my heart. She was I thought gorgeous. she was. They were all stunning, of course. And then uh, to onto the next workshop. So that girl, she kind of was the one that you know when they were talking about what they struggle with in sensuality and sexuality. She said that like with any of her past girlfriend, like she grew up in Shanghai and it's mm-hmm. not very accepted there to be gay, let alone a gay woman. And I don't think she's ever really spoken to her parents about it. And so she has like a bit of even shame. though she, she's an open gay woman, but I say she has yeah a bit of shame, a bit of repressed kind of like you know bit of a still holding on to a bit of repression you know even yeah. though she's living uh, the life that she wants but she said that she could only ever give she could never like receive sexual favors i mm. guess um so she then went to do the the dodson and um ross mm-hmm. orgasm workshop which was like let's just like end on that because it was so mad like they were like we are going they're like we have to show someone coming on screen i was like they're not they're not going to go what did you think of the rock and roll method it was a beautiful seeing like yeah. a woman give an orgasm to another woman or guide an orgasm mm. without it being a kind of like like they weren't in the act together it was more just guiding she was like than coaching like, her yeah it was like not a kind of we are lesbians thing. yeah it was like i'm guiding you and orgasm doesn't sometimes it was kind of like can we remove the orgasm from the sexual it was almost like idea? medical because it was like yeah. here's how to do it so uh your one betty uh dodson she has she said that there's two types of orgasms is the tension one which is like <laughs> which, which is, is from most the inner people. yeah which is most people she said most people have that uh, experience with an orgasm and she goes and with me it's the rock and roll method so she's like you rock your pelvis you squeeze your pelvic floor muscle which made so much sense to me i was like of course because then you're pumping blood there yeah. like but doing pelvic floor exercises that makes me be like oh, the feeling of so that even you saying that I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm about. like so she, she was like you breathe and you're pumping your vagina full of blood your clitoral uh, fucking organ is being all or not organ whatever the hell it is it was amazing when they actually showed yeah. the, little or, uh, the clitoris so I, I made Evan wrote watch it, it. <laughs> there you go <laughs> now do that I was like would you like to watch this <laughs> he was like what the fuck are you showing me I was like how mad is it that the clitoris... No, I'm, I'm joking, Evan. No, um, about it. We have an internal clitoral system that's very complex. This is what I was like, okay. So the legs of the clit, yeah. we have the little legs, which mm-hmm. is inward. So we only see the kind of head the, of the clitoris. Only the tiny little... They used to call it like the glands. Yeah. And But actually inside us, it's like it has two legs and it has like two little bulbs. Yeah. And it has as much erectile tissue as men. So we have inner mm-hmm. erections. That you just blew my see. mind. She was like, we have 
erections just like men you just it's can't just see internal them. And, and our clit has eight thousand nerve endings and i think the more male, than a penis i think the penis has six or something that is crazy but it also was amazing to see that like orgasms reduce stress mm-hmm. they're linked to curbing appetite which is a random thing that they put in <laughs> very gwenness yeah very gwenny <laughs> boosting hormone levels enhancing sleep and heightened sense of smell yeah i loved that and then another fact alert 18 percent of porn hub most viewed videos find that female participants never reach an orgasm so i think that's kind of interesting or never as shown well. as well wasn't it it was like yeah no they hadn't they didn't yeah. reach orgasm so there yeah. was like it was the sex was done when the man came yeah that was the whole yeah because and i think what they were saying was even the ones with the 18 percent that were shown it was like clearly fake it was like it wasn't, it wasn't even clitoral that stimulation at, yeah. it was like and it was all like Whoa! yeah she's probably coming when he came on her head face yeah and randomly coming from giving you oh head God, yeah <laughs> <laughs> whoa it's crazy um i found that all empowering that kind of later segment I did find statistically one of the craziest things was that they took a group of women and only 44% of them could actually label the different parts of their vulva and vagina. They Only 44% of them could show where their vagina was. Yeah, that was interesting. And I remember being young and I don't think I knew where the clit was. Even though I was masturbating, I don't think I knew where it was. Like I don't think I could have pointed it out and when, I until I was much older. That's way older. why they... Remember that scene in Sex and City when Charlotte was like, I've never looked at mine. I think it's ugly. That woman hadn't looked at her own vagina in a mirror. What one? The one with the short black hair. The other like head of goop. I was like, I do look at mine like pretty. I've seen mine a lot. Every time I come out of the shower, I just have a quick look. I'm just always looking at mine. Why not? I think I've looked at mine since I was young though, like... I think more so in my later years. I think oh, yeah, definitely so. after having children, I was like straight down there being yeah. like, what the fuck does that look like? It actually <laughs> looks... And I literally looked at the same soon, yeah. straight after. I was like, oh, mad. Yeah. So I think that came brought the intrigue. Yeah. And as well, I'd been pregnant, so I had to... You couldn't see it for ages. Yeah. Or I had to really work to see mm. it, you know, get the mirror out and everything. But I think that is like, girls, if you haven't got a compact and looked at mm. your vagina, I think that's a problem. You have to look at it like... You have to understand the workings because it's not like if you are a man and you have a penis there, it's right in front of mm. you. There's no like it's, bending. Well, when, it's exterior. Yeah. It's women. We have to go looking for it. You know, it's it's. You have us. to lay down, open up your legs and have a good old gaze good and old, figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I thought that was mad that she hadn't looked at her vagina and that 44 percent of women could like only 44 percent of women could label the different parts of their vulva and vagina but they're just like, not looking at it they're just they just don't know what be. is what like it's like if you're, where's your labia they're like oh i don't know like what and i mean especially say if i'm in the shower and i'm shaving i mean i'm looking at it then mm. like that's when you really get to know your vagina as well when mm. you start to groom yourself and totally. you're like yeah totally right up in there and like, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i remember suicide girls really helped me back in the day that We've was like a myspace before, thing yeah, yeah you could just see mad different vaginas totally yeah. i never ever thought my vagina was ugly no me neither i don't think i think i used to think vaginas in general were kind of, like when i was younger i'd be like eh. but i think that was probably more of an immaturity thing than an actual i mean i i think as well that was a kind of thing that they were like the vagina is beautiful i think the vagina and penises when looked as their single selves you're like it's a bit you know yeah, well, it's, it's their organs it's, like, know the way? it's an organ like you it's like looking to... at a lung you're not like wow it's so beautiful it helps me breathe you're like what it does is great yeah <laughs> but like i'm not putting up a picture of a lung in my room yeah like, i like you know like appreciate I do, my heart i don't need to think it's pretty <laughs> a pet peeve of mine is like i'm sorry if you have it or make it but like vagina art like i 
I can't. Vagina art. I mean, they had a vagina that floral was wall at the premiere. I liked that. No, that was cool because it was pretty. I also, I'm kind of a bit like, I mean, and it was obviously very like feminist and body mm. positivity movement kind of thing. I think you can appreciate and love your body parts without having to slap the pretty word on it. Yeah. You know, the way like, that's all that if anything, that's kind of like going backwards. It's like something doesn't have to be beautiful, like, you know, aesthetically. In order for you to appreciate its function or mm. what it does. You don't have to be like, and it's pretty. It's like, that's then going back to only pretty is good. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, as well, I don't like men because I find dicks gorgeous. I'm not like, wow. But I can see a gorgeous dick. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm sure a lot dick. of men maybe not, may not be exactly attracted to the vagina. They're attracted to women. Do you know? The way? Yeah. Like, I also don't like us being dwindled down to where body parts no you know? exactly um but it was really interesting it was really fun yeah, and good. it did make me think that like I liked and I did also feel empowered of being like own your orgasm mm. figure out different ways to orgasm because like even just seeing that little clitoris in the hole yeah that, that we don't see that I was, was like, empowering wow, there's more that you can kind of experience yeah. if you know about it yeah and like just exploring it and you know figuring out different ways to Fucking make yourself come that will just make you have better sex in general yeah. um, so let us know if you want us to do another one of these kind of recaps of another episode because honestly I've watched them all they're all great some are it galsy some aren't so much but there are definitely a few in there specifically the kind of beauty-ish one was very interesting but go watch it on Netflix and let us know what you think um, and maybe we'll do another one in a few weeks or something like that if there's another one that you guys want us yeah. to talk about and I do love that whole vibe of just being oh, so God. like holistic <laughs> you know with your sage and your vagina eggs would you do the vagina egg thing? no I would probably do the vagina steaming just to give it a whack yeah I don't think I do the egg thing like I'm, I don't really want to be putting solid eggs up my vagina. Nor do I. And there's something that makes me queasy. And I, I would just be like. Would you? Here's a question. Oh. Put that barbell thing in you. That the silver thing. Yeah. I would definitely do that. That looked crazy. It was so gorgeous. So yeah. Which one of the, the women, weight keeps it down. I know. And it like helps you do your pelvic floor exercises. I thought that was and I love that the orgasm that the woman had. Because they actually did show a mm. live orgasm. And it was kind of like. Yeah like. <sighs> it wasn't like the porn yeah, like, orgasm. <sighs> Yeah, she was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I find it before we move on. Yeah, in masturbation, I feel like because that orgasm that they showed on TV was like not exactly a sexual thing. Yeah, and that's what they were they're aimed to do as well. They were like, we need to break the you know show this orgasm to be because women just come so differently all the time. You know that because I feel like whenever I do masturbate and also watching that show, I was like, it's been a minute. I need to get <laughs> no. on that. Fellas really get in the way. <laughs> I know and it's not like you like well fellas I feel always masturbate in the shower if you're living with them yeah I wouldn't be masturbating in the shower personally mm, no so that's kind of like a safe space when you're living with a guy like, yeah they're not being like shut that door I'm gonna have a wank they're like just having a shower <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um yeah it kind of made me think that like because I think they spoke a little bit about like the shame and that like women can feel shame over like sexual like masturbating and pleasuring themselves mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of interesting. Like, how can you remove, say, the sexual aspect of, like, masturbating? Mm -hmm. Because, like, when I masturbate, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel, but I definitely feel like it has to, like, it's a sexual act and that I I did that on my own. Whereas... You used to say you felt, would feel down after it. I'd feel a little bit like I'd be... And then I'd be, like, looking at the coconut oil or whatever the hell I'd used. 
and kind of be like oh I never got that yeah yeah I think it is interesting that you can have different I you know for years when I was masturbating I never saw it as sexual for some reason same yeah years and years it was never like a sexual act for me and now that it is sexual I never get like um to be honest I freaking love it I'm always like oh god I love it but I think again it was totally different because I was brought up in a world where masturbation was bad and that's just the interesting thing around how much a narrative can kind of skew your perception even though like you'd be a very sex positive person there can be things built in you from your upbringing that can kind of make you not even consciously see things because I know you wouldn't be like it's so shameful to masturbate but it's like when you do it yourself you might feel a bit like oh and I think that's almost impossible to remove like yeah. I mean I think say that woman who was on that show like and had felt like you know still oppressed by mm. her upbringing and the fact that she was gay and like just being able to even though she was owning it I think that I'd think from when you were a child and how the how sexuality and whatever is brought into your world mm-hmm. will f- affect you forever like, I, agree. I don't think I'll ever be able to like freely masturbate and just see it as a normal act of self-care yeah. which is so which is the you know, which is why, you know, I mean, I'll speak for both of us here. I'm sure you won't mind. But like why that I think we both think that talking about sex like this is so important because mm-hmm. I think like dispelling the kind of taboo around women openly talking about sex because there are very few people doing it uh, in a way that isn't like, you know, like, oh my God, so sexy. Like we're just talking about it factually, a matter of fact. I think that yeah. that will hopefully end up breaking down like of all people talking in Ireland it's male and female definitely even just talking about sex just the pure Mm. sex and masturbation and the like very basics because I think now because like there's so many other sexual craziness coming in there's like kinks and Mm -hmm. all these different things but it's like if we haven't even just completed the scientific exploration of the vulva Mm. how can we expect to be like whips and chains like let's Mm. just first focus on that conversation and like just the basis of sexual intimacy within yourself and with partners or whatever Mm -hmm. before exploring like all polyamory and this it's like I think it's like definitely the foundation hasn't been finished yet in conversation Mm. I think all of it is healthy conversation but I do agree that like especially if you're trying to get into the world of like talking about sex openly it can seem like a very intimidating space because you're like do for me to be sex positive do I have to be like completely down with you know polyamory and you know partner swapping Mm -hmm. like it can seem like that's all it's about you know what I mean it can seem like that whole um movement has gone beyond just talking about sex they're like well now you have to be x y and z and that can be very intimidating so i think as you said having all aspects of the conversation covered from beginners yeah. to experts it's kind is- of like i mean we always talk about not having not getting sex education in school so mm-hmm. how do we expect to be educated if we never got any education mm-hmm. on it so uh, that's why i find it so interesting to be like actually going back to the basics of like the makeup of the vagina yeah. understanding how it works and then understanding how and you like to be pleasured and building on that mm-hmm. instead of trying to kind of figure it out you know because people don't talk like that no. anymore like you'd never you and I would never talk about like how you masturbate well we have done actually but another the way <laughs> let's talk about have. that more <laughs> off mic let's pencil it in pencil it in so. so planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Second half of uh, the show today, Linz, would you like to introduce it? Because you brought it to my attention. I did. Very interesting. You know when you're up late at night and you find something mm-hmm. online oh YouTube. i know it well. <laughs> we all know it wouldn't know it no what you I watch it online youtube <laughs> so i was on youtube and this recommended thing came up on my sidebar and i was freaking out i clicked in it was like 48 minute kind of conspiracy vibe mm-hmm. and it was called like something like we need to help leah marie johnson it was like the troubling case of leah marie johnson or something like that. and it had been uploaded like a couple of days before so i was like ooh, topical into it so i'd never seen this woman before she's basically like was a youtube star she put acoustic covers then she was kind of like she's kind of a jojo siwa vibe or mm. amanda Bynes. child star looks a little bit like miley cyrus she's really pretty yeah i think you know, they all said american that, blonde yeah i think they said he said that the her youtube began because her mom used to upload videos of her like talent Stage competitions school. yeah 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 her like on stage at school and stuff and so she basically is one of I thought it was interesting because she was she's literally been brought up online you know she is the kind of we all talk about like oh we never know what's going to happen with all these kids online she is something that's come out of it so she started you know her mom uploaded stuff really early and then she got onto other YouTube channels there was something called kids react or something a big YouTube channel so she got like famous basically Mm. and then she had her own youtube channel and all that kind of stuff but then she's kind of dropped off and is now on instagram she has like over a million followers on instagram she had like a music career and everything didn't she yeah so she She got signed at 15 and she got this producer at 15 and she um had her own youtube channel that she stopped and now she's like in instagram and she puts out music and her look has changed quite dramatically and she's now known for going on Instagram live completely inebriated and clearly suffering from who knows but like she is coming across really really intoxicated on live there's nothing more like like it's like the the 21st century or the 2010s or 2020s kind of version of cry for help it's like someone who is constantly on live yeah (laughs) like that is like Please someone stop them. Like, Well I'm live pissed. Like this girl is like yeah. setting up her phone. And she is like unable to speak. Even the people though that I find are just constantly on live. I'm like there's something missing in your life. Like if you have to like you know there's some people who just like even like not even famous like I go on and I'm like you are 24 7 on live mm. like you are looking for some sort of I feel like you're saying me no no you're not really on live so when I when, when I'm going through stuff I do go on live yeah and I kind of think that there's like definitely like benef- benefits of I mean it's like in front of you you have I think the addiction to going on live that maybe yeah. we're seeing here and pe- like celebrities we're seeing like Aaron Carter totally. um, and then this girl here but I think it can be an addiction because like mm. you're seeing people tune in especially if like I mean if I saw that girl's lives I yeah. followed her and if I'm seeing her pop up in live 
sure as hell I'm going to be looking in it's so it's, it's just such weird voyeurism it's like this level of like because I've noticed it with people I'm not talking about you at all because I, I think I was always asleep when you were on live I never oh, really no, saw I any of your lives um, but like there's people that I follow that are just constantly on live and I'm just like you're looking for some sort of human connection that you're not getting in your real life and if it is you going through something like I always find it quite sad and jarring that I'm like god like do you know not in the sense ruder than I mean it but like where are your friends you know that way like if I if I did see you constantly on live to the extent that I'm talking about it mm-hmm. um and having like you know a tough time quite visibly mm-hmm. I'd be at your fucking door like it was said in that thing like at one point she was on these lives and your man what was his name Sam Pepper Sam Pepper who was obviously he was a big pranker and he had he was le- on Big Brother years ago yeah, and then he kind of continued I didn't on know. His, I thought he was yeah. a viner that's so interesting like he started on Big Brother like years wow. ago and then he obviously got like had He's had a lot of controversy around his uh, yeah. his channel because he did some really mm, extremely morally uh, really? ambiguous. Yeah, I like, didn't follow him after Big Brother. Um, I don't ever followed him. I've just seen videos about when he was under controversy. So like, I, I'm pretty sure he was the one who did a fake kidnapping of his best friend and shot pretend to shoot his best friend's other friend in front of him. Okay. It, and then it was like, it's a prank, bro. And his friend was like. He's hated. He's hated. He's hated. And he's he even in the comments on that video because he's like, he joins the live with yeah. this girl. And, like, and he's like, you need help, darling. But he's right. He was like, where are your friends? Man? Like, I mean, if I, he was like, if I saw you, if I saw my friend acting like this on live, like, I'd oh, be at their door. Like, I mean, I'd be like, first bizarre. of all, turn your phone off because you're making a goddamn show. I mean, <laughs> it was like, she, I think, has schizophrenia, she was saying. Yeah, so allegedly she suffers with schizophrenia, which would make sense. In the sense that people always mix up schizophrenia with split personality disorder. Um, and I'm no doctor, but from what I understand, schizophrenia leads to bouts of psychosis. So it's like where you're not being yourself, but it's not having another personality. It was haunting though. I watched this like late at night alone in bed. I was like, do do do, just popping on. And I was like, oh. And so the music see, is also, it's very creepy pasta vibe. Yeah, yeah, the way that they're <laughs> added and stuff. But the, like, she was obviously such a like bubbly kid. Mm. And I'm like looking at JoJo Siwa and all these other kids that like Luna watches on her Android. And I'm like, they are a breakdown waiting to fucking happen. Like, yeah. they're like really high energy kids. And entertaining at such a and working so young like I know just, it's one thing that I will always forever in my like in my whole life just have such a excuse me that's uh the dog yeah, well. I'll, I'll just have a such a strong distaste for is like like putting your kid in a workforce even if it is entertainment or like I'm just very much like puritanical in the sense that like children should have their they childhood need that time to, to be, have fun to play freely not to play online no, for followers no. and likes come like, on like i mean i just don't i don't agree and like no offense if you did or like your mom or whatever like but like even like the like a, a child having like some sort of transactional even if it's like modeling or acting like not acting in like a billy barry sense but like working actors i understand that there always are going to be child actors but for me it's just like it has to be so closely monitored in order I think for it to be okay. If it's like, you know, a kind of once-off thing. I think if once like off, a child, yeah. like I knew girls in school who did a bit of modeling, like ah, they'd yeah, get yeah, like yeah. one gig and they'd go off and whatever. And same with like, you know, those kids who do like Billy Barry and totally. they'll be gaiety for like a couple of weeks and whatever. That's, if it's yeah. kind of like a small part of their life. But when you see these children who are like, say, Put YouTube to work. stars, who are literally working every day and paying for their parents' house yeah. and they are aware of that. Like Shia LaBeouf, I'm really excited to see his new movie, Honey, because it's all about his um, 
upbringing and how he from a seriously young age and he was aware of this he was the provider was he, he was, a child actor I didn't know yeah that. he was a child provider and his dad was like his agent and then I don't know so it's, fucked up it's like how many times do we have to see this unfolding like, like duh like the Olsen twins Lindsay Lohan Britney Spears Justin Bieber all of them Amanda Bynes uh, Amanda Bynes I mean it, Lohan. it has happened to literally quite literally any child star that you will see has grown up in some sort of troubled adulthood. You or know else that you way. don't hear from them. Yeah, exactly. And it's about, uh, that they've just like shunned the whole mm-hmm. thing because it's that traumatizing. Mm-hmm. So this girl is like the first kind of to come out of being like the YouTube star. You know, because I think parents of YouTubers can kind of um, gloss over it and be like, well, they're in their own home. And, you know like, and we're supervising their content and like yeah. blah, blah blah but it's like a lot of the time you end up hearing so we did end up taking her out of school now she's homeschooled and she's just making videos all day it's like it's oh my so, god it's like Rapunzel being locked in her fucking it's chamber it's so freaky so this kid and like I hadn't even seen this kid so mm. that's what was also so weird I was like there's so many like Luna every other day is like look at Elodie I want that car like this kid going around in her little pink freaking Volkswagen around her big mansion mm. I'm like oh my god it's almost more like problematic than what we had growing up of child stars because at least the child stars that we had were portraying in like TV shows like the Olsen twins and Two of a Kind or whatever it was but like now it's like being portrayed as their real life so Luna or whoever is watching like YouTubes which are fake because they're made to be like a TV show but kids can't tell that and they're mm. like Elodie in her real life and here she has a car and she has a room full of bears and Jojo Siwa's house is, has slides in it it's and it's so like weird and we saw that there was that weird father and his two daughters I can't mm, remember the names oh my god that was creepy and I think thick. they're gone from the internet like they were whatever the fuck engagement they were doing I don't know they were constantly in recommended and mm-hmm. they got millions and millions of views and they were like a single dad I think and his two daughters he was like terrorizing them terrorizing them they were like wearing freaking soothers they were like eight so years old creepy. it was so fucking weird but this girl is basically clearly addicted she's now 23 and she's going on live constantly and locked. I mean locked out of beyond her locked she's defo on like opioids or lean or something like yeah that. and then also drinking like yeah. she's so she went on lives the other day because she is making music now and she has the same producer that she had when she was 15 and she went on live the other day and she's in some kind of studio and you can see she has that like filter, the kind of lights filter mm. and she's completely wasted. She probably doesn't even know she has the fucking filter on. That's she doesn't know she what's looks. going on. She's like, she's like, oh my God. And then you can see, it's kind of in a dark studio and you can see this like male hand come in and like. You can hear him as well. He's like, forget about that. What about us? And like, mm. they're kissing. And then you can hear that he seems sober. Oh yeah. He's fully together. And she's out of it and then she says something or she's talking to the camera and he's like cottoning on that she's on Instagram and he's like are you on Instagram are you on Instagram and she's like no it's not it's live feed (laughs) she's like this isn't even Instagram this is a live Live feed feed. (laughs) he's like it's so ridiculous and he's like no that would be bad don't go online that would be bad and then he takes the phone and is turning off the live and you can see this old fucking man who is the guy who's been snogging her. Who is also her producer and has been her producer since, since she, she was, was 15. 16. 15. And like 15, sorry. And she's like 23 now, but she is still like very much childlike. You can just tell. It's she like, has adopted this child accent. She's, mm. like, why, she's why, definitely why? regressed. She's like has just certain 
actions that link to mm. child abuse and mm. grooming and stuff mm. like that and there was one part where like she's kind of just on her phone and trying to interact like she's clearly obsessed with live and she's trying to interact with her live and then he's like no just i'm taking away your phone what about us and she's like no i remember they called the cops it turns out so everyone was watching that first live freaking out and they called the mm. police to go for a wellness check on her and then she came on live after they left and was like how dare you fucking at the police and he's like are you on live again <laughs> She's like, do not send the police to my house, you fucking arsehole. So they, he's like, are you on live? And then she just stops on it live again. again. Like- and then they, so the weird thing about it was that when um, it came out, then everyone was freaking out about this because they felt like they were literally, they were like watching it. And that's the weird thing when you're watching live. Like I remember I clicked into some rapper I followed live and it was him fighting with his, some girl. And he was like <laughs> literally cutting his leg with a blade. What? Like, and he had like, what rapper was this? Marty Baller. I don't know why I follow him. I don't even listen to his rap. But like he used to always go on live and he was just crazy. He was going around like his hood and just being crazy. And I was like, whoa, I love watching this madness. Or there was Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Oh my gosh. His chaotic lives. That was an amazing life. I mean, it was so chaotic, but I just... It's like you're getting this completely voyeuristic insight. Yeah. And then there was the one of R. Kelly's two girlfriends. Oh my God. His two remaining girlfriends went on live only last week and were having a fight and were <laughs> literally bringing up like, you fucking abused me. Whatever. It was so intense. But actually, these lives are a cry for help because mm. when that one came out with the two R. Kelly girls, Ezreal um, got free. Oh yeah. So it was kind of like an attempt. It's kind of like a way to see what is the thought process behind mm-hmm. this. Like, Maybe that girl, Liam Marie Johnson, is like, I know that this is fucked up, but I'm so gone in the head that I can't get any like sense of normality. And I think it's like almost subconscious though. I don't even think it's like there's a huge amount of thought for it. I think it's just this weird like wanting to connect with loads of people and she probably knows that her life is so mental that like the only kind of logical next step is like I don't know portraying it to everyone just being like here it is what do you think because sometimes I think when you are in a mental situation you can be like is this as mental as I'm thinking Mm. or and especially if you're in a situation of abuse Mm. where he's being like this is fine this is okay and you know that you're 23 or whatever so you're like you know you're off your tits as well yeah or like that you could possibly have been put in these situations since you were underage I think that was the main like glaring obviously uh, obviously glaring thing to me that I was like god if this is happening now and she's so normal with it like I mean the, only the thoughts of like I think that's the thing with like you know child stars like the positions they're being put in it's not necessarily that the work is bad I don't really fully agree with like putting your child to work but it's not necessarily mm. like that the work is bad or dangerous it's the like possibility of being put in very adult situations very very young and having to kind of deal with them like an adult and having this transactional kind of thing around your person like if you it's like immediately objectifying yourself when you're young you're like I am this transactional thing for my mum and dad mm-hmm. and like me making the videos keeps them food on the table it's like a burden that no child should have you're to not bear allowed. a child is like the idea of being a child is learning and mm. just the freedom to play and sing and find, dance and, and find just, yourself you know like that's and how just you being yeah. you don't need the worries of like bills and money and work at that point or even like you know I'm thinking of Luna like yeah she's really talented in dancing and this mm-hmm. but just making it a fun like yeah. she can go to, go a, to a dance class and do a little bit of dancing it doesn't yeah. need to be like you're amazing at dancing let's get you 
and a dance crew on and it also just kind of because they found out what is his name Stephen Weatherby or something something like that and he like, um, deleted all of his social as media as soon as it came out yeah Stephen Weatherby and then they found one existing video which was haunting oh, was as creepy. fuck it's him he's a photographer and a producer I think he's a photographer mainly yeah I think and um, he's talking to these two young girls who are kind of interviewing him clients <laughs> and um, they're like what's your favourite colour obviously like asking innocent questions and the way he answers this question he's it's like so I would say and he's being really kind of friendly yeah. guy and he's like I would say pink and black pink is pretty and nice but black is mysterious he said and pink is inviting it was literally like grooming and that made me think like you never ever know the like levels of grooming and the like intelligence behind kind of I don't know if you call it intelligence but like the kind of manipulation manipulation behind like that the parents can so easily mm-hmm. not pick up on because obviously within the context of that YouTube video you could see oh my god he is mm. a groomer he's mm. even potentially grooming those two children but you would have missed that out if you'd seen it in a different context and if mm. like he's like your photographer friend who's like Loves photographing kids and is this nice kind of almost camp kind of guy. So freaky. Mm. I think like that was definitely like in the context of the video. Well, I I did find it like if I'm going to play devil's advocate, I found that kind of problematic in a sense that it's like one interview that 100% yes made me feel uncomfortable in the context of everything else. But like it was kind of like, okay, but... There's one thing that's like, yes, you are 100% sitting with someone who is off their tree that is completely uh, irresponsible as an adult and disgusting and taking advantage of someone who is in a clearly inebriated state. But then like to pan it back to like him being like it's a huge allegation to be sweeping on someone just because of like a weird fucking quip that was weird. I'm not saying it wasn't weird, but like there is no evidence in that sense you know that way that like he's like grooming children I think there is and I think thankfully because of these documentaries like the Michael Jackson one we can see and we have to not let like for years things were let slide because it just wasn't enough evidence like for years but but that it's just one video I'm not saying he isn't I'm just saying that like when if you start to brush everyone with that brush it can start to muddy the waters two videos because like I mean again like it, this video obviously of him and the children came out after we see him with Liam Marie Johnson who was completely wasted and he wasn't and he was providing it was his studio and he's providing I'm not like alcohol. defending him I'm not I'm just saying that like it's oftentimes with these kind of t- videos like you know when you see them in the context of that video yes 100% it was like oh god you're talking to those kids weird but like you always have to wonder like if you saw that in a sense, without any further knowledge, you might not have, you might brush past it. You but know, I think that this way. is why we need to see more of these documentaries and things, because for years, mothers and parents have been manipulated by abusers because oh, yeah, of totally. these really, like, just blinding ways of, like, you'd never think that, like, a kid asking, like, imagine Rilo asking you your favourite colour. You would never think how you could possibly sexualize a colour and manipulate it in a way to just, like penetrate their mind in like 
some type of way the weird thing was that I don't think he was even trying to penetrate their mind in that way I think he was just like had been getting away with possibly a really inappropriate behavior for so long that it wasn't even inappropriate for him because like saying that would creep a kid out mainly like being like it's friendly but then that's mysterious it's like what it was almost like laughing in the face of what he's doing being so obvious like putting it out there in plain sight it was really fucking bizarre behavior it was like fucking pizzagate kind of shit where it was like haha we're being so obvious about our fucking weird like fucking grooming association that we're like pushing it in your face and none of you are you're all oblivious but to now it, we you know? see it as pushing in the face I think back then we saw this guy's really good with kids he's great with kids he's Maybe. so good at conversing I wouldn't with have seen that as good with kids the way he was fucking talking though I was like that was fucking weird you know what I mean like I don't yeah. know if it's I don't know if it, I'd go as far as it being like absolute evidence that he's a pedophile and like grooming children consistently I think I think that's like you know, if we're going to go on one video, that could be a problematic area in general. But uh, it was definitely inappropriate. And he's clearly has, you know, is now engaging with someone that he knew when they were 15 and supplying alcohol, as he said. But then she was, I don't know, I kind of got that confused over that too, because they were like, it's her house, but it's his house, but it's her house. It's a recording studio. She was like, stop doing the mum in my house. Do you know what I mean? That was all really weird as well. I mean, it seems like, she is not in contact with her parents and yeah. people don't know where she was and in that video with the Sam Pepper guy he was saying like why aren't your friends seeing this yeah, and yeah, coming yeah. and kind of saving you or going up to your house checking in and you what's mm. going on and I think she was like I'm kind of hidden away up here so it kind of maybe seemed like it's very ambiguous it's so yeah, weird yeah and this is the weird thing like from the internet and like you can literally see like someone's live feed of what they're doing right now yeah. but still they can be so untouchable to like their friends or their yeah. family you know like that what was happening with the or kelly yeah. it's like they knew exactly where they were but because of the huge amount of control and people around them who were con- like who were enabling this behavior mm-hmm. even though you knew exactly where they were what hotel room they were you couldn't get to your you couldn't do anything to help mm. and that's i think so scary because then it's like inappropriate behavior like what we're saying like him being inappropriate is just such a vague like thing do you know the way like you can it's just these manipulators are so amazing at like being able to cover their tracks totally and that's why it is it's good that she has the uh, tool of live feeds to actually show something as it's happening you know she that has way. that but it's just like oh, oh no it's scary and what it is is like I mean the main thing is like you know she clearly her family are clearly as you said not in touch with her she's been put in these crazy situations her whole life she's possibly off her medication which is like you know again alleged there's no proof that she has schizophrenia but like it's been said by one of her friends and she's claimed it uh, so if she's un um medicated while going through psychotic or uh, mm. yes like psychosis like she doesn't know what's going on you know the way like she's not in the real world she's not you know she's I've had uh, I knew someone who had been diagnosed with schizophrenia and was going through psychosis and it's like really fucking crazy like the stuff that mm. you will do and you don't remember and how it can affect your life is really really intense you know that way I remembered like that slender man thing those two girls one of them was an undiagnosed schizophrenic mm. so it's like it can you're not living in the real world and the actions that you're doing aren't your person doing them you yeah know, that way so like she is in no way like within the ability to help herself or to mm. get out of this like she is she needs someone to literally take over and pull her out of that situation because I don't think I think the craziest thing is we just don't even know what's happening we don't like, know all where we have she is, is all we know is this one thing with this one guy and we don't even know it like 
we don't even know the context around it or how long it's been going on or anything. It's yeah. like, it's literally like, I mean, even this thing wasn't even like a documentary. It was like a creepypasta kind of video. account that made it like a conspiracy yeah, theory, a like a them. Shane Dawson kind exactly. of thing. But like, what's mad is like, that's the, like not at well, yeah, at least in terms of like Mary-Kate Olsen, mm-hmm. Amanda Bynes, they had a lot of people protect you know they obviously things got slipped up and whatever happened but like at least with YouTube it's like you can make it huge Mm. and people don't even know where your house is like you can know so much about someone online but like people don't know where she is people can't get to her even though she has all these eyes on her all these followers and Mm. all this like big history of where she is and what she's done and yet there's no one stepping in which is so fucking frustrating when you see this kind of shit going yeah creepy creepy but it is worth the watch and kind of the follow because just it's mad seeing do you follow her on instagram i followed her when after i watched it i'd never seen her before i've never heard of her i'm waiting for the live notification when was it that the thing happened was it like about a week ago or something i think was the start of this month so the start of the of 2020 2020 has been crazy right now crazy old fucking year okay well girls that's it for this week go i'll leave all the links to everything um in the description of the podcast so you can follow follow them if you haven't yeah, watched that episode. the season to binge rot i love a good binge i love a good youtube rabbit hole same and a good old netflix rabbit hole nothing better yeah so there you go two little things that you should watch and um let us know if you have any more info mm. i love that yes girls talk to you later bye, bye. guys 